Welcome to the Holistic Endo Expert Podcast. This is your girl, your host, Dr. Johnson, and I want to personally welcome you to season two of this amazing podcast. This podcast is going to put you in the driver's seat of your health by giving you the tools, tips, and tricks that you need to not only manage endometriosis, but take you from endo warrior to endo conqueror. Hey, hey, a couple housekeeping tips before we jump into this episode. Number one, if you are listening to this episode at the beginning of July, I want you to go to the show notes, click on the link and join me July 12th for five ways to manage endometriosis holistically. This is a totally free webinar. Would love to have you there. Secondly, I am planning an endometriosis virtual event that will be coming live in August or September. So I need you to start preparing yourself to be empowered. We are going to be talking all things endometriosis, bringing tips and tricks for the tool bag. Enjoy the episode. Welcome, welcome. We are back for another episode. I'm loving season two, and I just want to be honest and transparent as I'm always transparent. Season two has been literally putting out all my dirty laundry, like all the ish that I went through, all the mistakes I've made. I am trying to get you in the driver's seat and to put you in the driver's seat baby, I got to let you know what I did wrong. I know that you can learn from this. So this one is a big one. I talked about it a little bit on Instagram. I've given you a little teasers and updates. Last episode, we talked about mold and some of you were like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, whatever. My bathroom is clean. We all know that mold and gram negative bacteria and air quality is more than a sparkling bathroom full of bleach. So we got that last week, but this one is going to hit a little bit different, right? So last year, 22-22, February 22nd, 2022, I yanked out my breast. Yes, I literally explained these toxic AF bags. Now, I know some of you are thinking, oh no, she's coming for them. Baby, bitch, yeah, I'm coming for them. Period, point blank, I am coming for them. So this is what I will say, not coming from the high horse, coming from the low horse that been there, done that horse. And I've got my girl, Tammy, and we are going to chat a little bit about our stories and everything. So this is what I will say, because many of you are like, well, I don't have breast implants. I only do fillers. I only do Botox. I'm just going to say all of this stuff, right? All of these toxins that we are putting in our body are impacting us, right? When the toxin bucket is full, that's when you start having symptoms. Now, I know this is all things endometriosis. We talk about PCOS, fibroids, and hormones. I am not saying that your breast implants or your Botox or whatever it is that you're doing, you know, we all have different toxin buckets, right? Some people drink too much alcohol. Some of us, you know, had some breast implants. So I'm not saying, you know, tomato, tomato, chicken, and egg. We're not going back and forth. All I am saying is when your toxin bucket is full, it is exasperating your condition, especially if you're dealing with endometriosis, the brain fog, the bloating, the symptoms, everything that comes into our body impacts us for the better or for the worse. I say it all the time. I'm going to say it again today, right? Genetics may load the gun. I hate to use that analogy. Genetics may load the gun. However, our daily activities are what pulling the trigger. So when we talk about toxins, I know we think of like getting rid of our candles and our air fresheners, and we've touched on some of that. But today, baby, we going we going snatching right at them breasts, right at them fake implants. We are coming for you. And this is why I'm doing it. Not to make you feel horrible. Not to be like, I'm better than you, because like I said, I'm coming from the low horse that been there, done that horse. Your girl had hers for about eight years, and I really didn't think they were causing me any issues. 
And we'll talk a little bit about breast implant illness. I'll kind of pull up some information so we can delve into some of the symptoms because it looks different for everyone. And so this is what I will say. If you have implants, once again, I am not demonizing them. Same way I don't demonize birth control, but this is what we do need to start doing. And I'm coming in hot on this episode. I'm sorry, but we're going to bring the heat today. So it's going to be like, yes, burning the entire episode. But it's so that you can have more knowledge, right? So that you can advocate for yourself, so that you can empower yourself and also know how to navigate things differently in your healing journey. So Tammy and I ran into each other on Instagram of all places, right? We love us some social media, but it's always great to just connect in person. So I'm going to just pass the hot mic over to Tammy and I would love to just get an introduction and we're just going to jump right in. Oh, gosh. Thank you so much. I, I love your passion. I love your drive. I love your no BS. Get right to the point. Because at the end of the day, we're on this earth to help one another. And, you know, when we go through our life experiences and we can take that as a platform and spread awareness and share education based on it, like you said, the low horse approach. Right. Because we've been there. Right. And where we are now is, yes, the high horse, but not high horse in the sense of the word. Right. The high horse where, listen, I'm up here and I know what it's all about. Let me help you. Um, absolutely. Right. My name is Tammy Dean. I had breast implants for probably 28 years. And back then I was living in Los Angeles. And as we all know how Los Angeles, what it's known for, I was living the Los Angeles life. I was that woman. I was running around with the crowds. I was getting the fillers, getting the lashes, getting the breasts, getting all of it done. No judgment. Right. But that's what I did. That's exactly what I did. And I fit right in. And I was drinking and I had the whole Los Angeles young girl lifestyle. And I realized 15 years into the 28 years of having the implants in my body, I started developing these strange ailments. And back then, right, surgeons don't tell you, oh, by the way, you should probably get these replaced every 10 years because they're a foreign object, because they're this, that, and the other. Back then, uh, because mine were saline, it was, don't worry about it. They're saline. Our bodies are made up of saline anyway. You're fine. If they start leaking, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. So I'm thinking, okay, great. I'm safe. These are lifelong friends of mine. I'm going to keep them forever. So I started just, I started exhibiting these strange ailments and I'm talking weird um, uh, allergies to food, weird sensitivities to chemicals, weird sensitivities to, you know, just everything in the environment. My brain was very foggy all the time. My body had rashes, my, my joints and my, everything was just so not even, I didn't even feel like I was a young person. I felt like I was much older having all of these ailments. And I thought, gosh, there's something wrong. So I thought, well, you know, whatever, maybe I'm not sleeping enough. Maybe I was drinking alcohol back then. I thought, oh, maybe I just drank too much last night, whatever the excuse was. So I just blew it off. Then of course it became worse and worse to the point where it was so debilitating that I ended up in the emergency room so many times only for the doctor to say, this is all in your head. The tests have come back normal. You're, it's, it's all in your head go about your way here. Let me give you a steroid shot for that here. Let me give you a pill for that. And I thought, okay, fine. Let me do it. Took care of it temporarily as we know, but it would come back worse. So I, I lived with this, these mysterious ailments and not feeling a hundred percent healthy for 15 years, girl, 15 years. 
imagine 15 years into having the implants and then add another 15 years or less, maybe a little bit less of, of just being completely unhealthy and miserable. And what no kind of food. symptoms were you having? Oh my gosh. I, I, I always, my, my symptoms were more along the lines of autoimmune. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had, I had markers for lupus for sure. Uh, my body was everything that I took in my body was attacking itself. Everything I'm talking. If I had a carrot, it would not bode well with me. If I drank a certain alcohol, my body would flare. Uh, my eyes were always burning and itching and red. Just there was nothing that could make it feel good. My, um, my, my brain fog was severe, like migraines like no other. I had, uh, my joints were always just achy and I couldn't figure out what was going on. My blood, just everything about my body and my hair clumps just coming out entirely, right? My, uh, the inflammation was a huge, huge indication for me. I used to have such inflammation, my whole body was inflamed. I had bags underneath my eyes all the time. My, everything was just inflamed. And I thought, oh, I just drank too much last night. Oh, I ate too much salt. Oh, okay. But we'd go to the doctors and they're like, Tammy, it's all in your head. I can't tell you how many times I heard that it's all in your head. And finally, one day I just said, enough, this is not all in my head. All of you are making me out to be crazy. They just wanted to keep pumping me with medication. So I finally went to see a naturopath and then everything started unraveling. And that's, and like you said, the all in your head, many of us can relate to that, especially when you're managing endometriosis. I mean, I could line 15 of us up and probably 13 of the 15 we've all been, you know, they've either told us it's all in our head or they give us that look where they're like, we really want to say that, but we don't want to, but we're listening, but we're really not following. And so that is one point I wanted to make. And then next the symptoms, right? So I know when people look online at breast implant illness, they're like, oh, that's not me. Or, oh, you know what? Yeah. Everyone puts on a little weight as they get older. I'm telling you, I will also interject my story. So I had my breast implants for eight years. And to be honest, I never really thought they were an issue, right? They looked good. I looked good. The world was good, period, point blank. Some of you were so funny when I talked about taking them out. They're like, those didn't even look fake. I'm like, oh, baby, I had them done by the best. They were supposed to look real. <laughs> they weren't supposed to have that big circle because it was above the muscle that looks yeah. like I just got them three days ago. Like I yeah. paid good money to yeah. have them put in so that they looked natural. But here's the thing. Even though I did everything so it looked aesthetically pleasing, my health was wrecking havoc, even in my own transparency with the work that I do, right? I'm out there helping people, you know, heal from endo, put this into remission, do this, that, and the other. But in all transparency, there were a couple things that I just could not really get under control. First thing for me was the candida overgrowth. Candida, whatever you want to call it. Yes, we all have candida in our gut, but I'm telling you, I was popping popping, 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 stool test, every single one. And I do the cleanse. I'd open up the pathways. I was taking the products. I was taking the supplements. I'm like, it, almost to that point, I'm like, maybe I was a little on a high horse. Cause I'm like, I know what to do for this. I know what foods to eliminate. I know that if the cravings kick in from seven to 7 PM to 10 PM, it's candida, it's yeast. But this is the other thing I had yeast overgrowth really just in my gut mm-hmm. systemic But I'm that one, I mean, TMI, if you want to call it, I'm that female that I had candida running rampant through my whole effing body, but never had a yeast infection. So even though the gut is very close to the vaginal cavity, the womb cavity, there was always just something going on with my gut, the food sensitivities. 
it was ridiculous. Like there were times that I was, like you said, carrots, I was allergic to iceberg lettuce. Like there is really no nutritional value or anything in crunchy water is what I call it. Right. But there would be days that I would react to certain foods. So the candida was out of control. I was always bloated. I was always constipated. My bowels wouldn't move for anything. I was doing the castor oil pack. I was doing the essential oils, all the things that I do now bowels are not perfect, but moving a lot better. So it was always the yeast and the candida. I also developed a lot of um, acne, thought it was hormonal acne, then started realizing it was that fungal acne. And I always say not the acne where you can put a little pimple patch on on a Friday night and be good by Saturday morning. We're talking about that acne that's like under the skin. It's painful. Like there's no type of concealer and coverall. All the YouTube videos in the world were not going to help with this. Not to mention my immune system was under attack. My white blood cell count was always I remember one time my doctor coming to me and he's like, we don't even want to say the C word, but he's like, these numbers are saying there's something bigger, ran all the tests, did all the things. And it was like other parts of my world were great, right? So the candida and yeast overgrowth, the stuff going on in my gut. Um, I didn't really have any swollen lymph nodes around my breast or my armpits, but lots of swollen lymph nodes like around behind my ear, right? The other thing is I had this extreme sensitivity to mold and the two parts on that. Coming from Colorado, everyone loves to smoke pot, which is fine, right, for them. But for me, the mold content in pot is really high. So even if I smelt it, my body would react very quickly, right? I feel very irritated, like at a cellular level. Not to mention, once I took the breast implants out, it wasn't just like, oh, LJ has a severe case of mold allergy. Baby, I was carrying the mold around in the implants. It is eye-opening when they took them out, and I'm like, what what is that stuff right and i paid extra to have mine tested and i still have mine and i've got them like encapsulated because i'm like i don't want any of those mold spores or any of that stuff coming out into my storage unit but i'm telling you even though i've had them and they're like it packaged all up stuff is still growing on those right so it wasn't just like oh you have a mold sensitivity you can't have these foods you know this that, and the other the mold was literally and my breast implants, it was impacting my asthma. So it was a lot of little things where I was just kind of like, you know what, I've healed myself naturally of this, but I'll deal with the asthma flare-ups every so often. I'll deal with the eczema, but then it got to where I have to be so honest. I was working with someone one time and they were like, gosh, we, we are so grateful that you have the answer. You know, they called me literally from the other side of the world at 2 a.m. in the morning to have them you know, needed some support with the patient. I gave him the answer very quickly. We got it to the patient, everything. And I was like, now how are people calling me from the other side of the world? And I've got these protocols, but some of them aren't working for me. I was online one day on Facebook and a friend mentioned, you know, taking out her breast implants. You know how you kind of scroll and you're like, oh yeah, that's, yeah, whatever. Like you just keep going. And then like, it gives me chills as I say it. But then I started seeing more and more about it. So I'm like, okay, let me just join the group. You know, whatever. If these ladies are crazy, the same way I joined them, I can leave them. I went in there and oh my gosh. It, oh, if you could see me now, chills. I started seeing the before and afters and I was like, oh shit, hold, hold up. That, that doesn't even look like the same person. And this is like a lady, like I'm vegan, I'm vegetarian. I've been doing all the things. I'm looking at before and afters and I'm 
kid you not, whether or not you're religious, I felt like God, like just slapped me in the face. And it was one of those things too, where I didn't want to say I had to take him out, but all of a sudden I got this immediate peace. Like, I didn't think I was going to take him out. My world was going to be amazing, but I was like, okay, you're doing everything under the sun. You're taking the calcium, you're doing the castor oil packs. You guys know all some of the stuff that you work with me, you know, all the things we do. And it was like, did I just want to hang on to the vanity, you know, and I always wanted him, you know, I got divorced and I'm like, finally, I'm free. I'm going to get back, you know, got him in. And I'm like, thank God, you know, I yanked him out, but it's so interesting because the symptoms are different, right? The symptoms you were dealing with are so different than what I was dealing with. And I want to kind of read something that I have on my Instagram to you guys about a lot of the symptoms. Once again, everyone's symptoms are different and I know it can be very challenging. I will say this when you're managing endometriosis, right? The wind can blow and you can have 15 different symptoms, but I really want you to start making the connection of when did these symptoms show up? Yes, I may be dealing with endometriosis, chronic systemic inflammation, but did the brain fog kick in worse when you got the implants? Uh, other thing for me, sorry, the thyroid issue. All mm -hmm. of a sudden I was freezing cold 24 seven. There was not a dose of lyothyrene or levothyroxine that could keep my eyes open. And then once we got it to where I could stay awake, I was always freezing. And I remember in Colorado, like my boobs, they were so like, it was almost like I could not get my body temperature up. That's the first thing I realized when I took them out. I was like, I'm not cold all the time. Like, it's like, they literally... say that. my, my, uh, my, yes. thyroid, my hormones were so whacked. Oh my gosh. And, and to touch upon the, the gut situation, that was one of the big things too, but I didn't I didn't even think about leaky gut. I didn't think anything. My, my immune system was so jacked up. My, my gut was a mess. I tested over, over the max for mold in my body. Like mycotoxins were off the charts, oh. black mold, all of these other molds, heavy metals were off the charts. What was also interesting with me is I test my viral load was high too, because some of my detox was really when I detoxed, obviously when the, when the implants, as we all know, when they're, when they're in your body, that the capsule forms around it to protect you from it. So mm -hmm. when you do the explant and a total capsulectomy, you remove everything. But once you remove all of that, as we know, those pathogens are circulating around your body, looking for somewhere to leach onto because they don't have that anymore. So what do they do? They come through our system. They come through our urine. They come through our stool. They come through our skin, whatever it is. So my detox, LJ, was rashes, complete rashes. And it was all through here. It was up here, everything. So I did a two-year protocol, mold, heavy metal, viral just finished it for two years was on this protocol and it got worse before it got better but oh my gosh yes it, the yeah. viral part of it even my naturopath was like this is the strangest thing ever like this is a different virus that your body is just trying to get rid of it's almost like it's it's and it's one of those it was one of those um virus itches that's like a nerve itch like you couldn't scratch it enough and there wasn't anything there no, nothing no rash no nothing this was after the detox, but I would get us, I would look and go, why am I itching? And it was a D and I couldn't scratch enough because it was a viral thing. Mm -hmm. So this, and the viral loads are huge because those viruses are held in the liver, yes, right? And yes. so as soon as, yeah, that's where you have to clean out the parasites and the pathogens, yeah. but yeah, the viral load is huge. And I remember, um, getting these little cold sores and I'm, you know, at first you're like, okay, cold sores aren't sexy. I can manage it. 
But then with that compromised immune system, it'd be a cold sore on a Monday. By Wednesday, I'm in the hospital with a staph infection. It would go from one to a million. And it was like, there was no, there wasn't enough lysine and colloidal silver in the world that my my immune system was so freaking compromised. So compromised. So looking back at our symptoms, we're telling our symptoms, but I want to go over some of the things that other people deal with. Insomnia, dry eyes hypothyroid, hyperthyroid, any type of thyroid issues, even could be Hashi's, unexplained memory loss, hair loss, joint pain, swollen and tender lymph nodes. I was just speaking to a patient recently and she was like, you know, maybe there's a connection because her swollen lymph nodes only come around a certain part of her cycle, but they are still around the breast implants, right? Those swollen lymph nodes can be in your head, neck, your back, your groin area, um, frequent urination, numbness, tingling. I have to say we're recording this coming into a full moon. So I'm telling you right now, honey, if you have endometriosis and you're dealing with breast implant illness, it's probably going to be a rough few days for you. I'm going to say an extra prayer. I'm not speaking anything negative, but your body is going to have some challenges, right? And so these are the things you have to think about. Shortness of breath, Weird dysfunction with your liver and kidney, gallbladder problems, trouble swallowing. Another one that's huge is slow to heal. You're like, I cut myself two weeks ago. I can, you know, I'm still wearing a bandaid. Your body won't heal. Hormones. Another big thing that I've seen in my practice is the early onset of menopause. 30 something years old and they're like, what's going on? My, you know, my ovaries are shutting down. They're ready to bail out. Like these are the things that they don't tell us. I don't remember someone sitting down and saying, Hey, when you get these breast implants, you may, um, you know, have symptoms or a diagnosis of Lyme disease, EBV, liver failure. You know, you may always get sick, fungal infections, candida, sinus issues. Like I don't remember that. Now, I'll be honest, there was a lot of fine print that I just skipped over, but I believe I would have remembered something like this. These are the things that they're not telling us. And partly because, I mean, a cosmetic surgeon, they're just there to give you upgrades. You you feel in some kind of way and you like upgrade me, baby, and they ready to upgrade you. And some of them know about the hazards and then others, they're not aware. This is not their wheelhouse. They're not in functional medicine, holistic healing like we are. They're just giving you what you want. And then you deal with the consequences or like you said, you know, every 10 years you go get a fresh set. So once again, we are not demonizing. We are just opening your eyes that if you're not even managing endometriosis, but if you have breast implants, if you're having issues, if you feel like, oh my gosh, since I got these implants, my health has gone array, you know, awry or whatever you want to call it. And I'm having all these issues. You need to really start advocating for yourself and writing down like, you know what, I got these 10 years ago and 10 years ago, I got the Lyme, you know, disease diagnosis or 10 years ago, it was fine. But then in eight years and this happened, like really stop for a second and assess your health. Now I'm not saying to run out, you know, run and get them all taken out, but I'm telling you, there is a certain piece that comes when you know you just got to do it. And I want you to tell me what you thought, Tammy, because for me, it was like, I knew I had to get it done. And I was like, okay, it's, it's time to get it done. There was no, uh, maybe, you know, I was a little hesitant, I'll be honest. But then finally it was like, this is what I have to do to get my life back. This is, these are some things that I'm battling over and over and over again. And I know the protocols work, not that they're cookie cutter, but they were working for everyone but myself, right? I repeat, that everyone but myself. Yeah, in the role that you, that you have been equipped to assume, it's interesting because, you know, I've always been holistic. I've always been the naturopath way. I've always done, you know, that was just the way that I approached my health. 
And I remember, again, this was a, a God moment for me when I was suffering so much, like so much to the point where the skin issues were constant, the dry eyes, everything that you mentioned, the gut issues, always bloated, you know, the, the constipation, that just everything was just, I, I'm thinking to myself, God, what is it? What am I supposed to do? Where do you want me to have to show me where I need to go to figure this out? Because obviously what I'm doing isn't working. And I was sitting in my naturopath's office in the lobby waiting to be seen by him to get an IV. And this woman walked out and she was checking out and she was talking about, God, I feel so much better since I've been coming here. My healing journey is so much better. And I was listening to her and the doctor said, he goes, yeah, ever since you have those implants removed, your life is, you know, the toxins are out of your body. And this is in a naturopath's office. And I'm sitting over here on my phone going like this, just, you know, da, 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 da. And I heard that and I go, I stopped. I put my phone down and I walked up to the lady. I said, so I said, so wh wh why are you, why have you been coming here? What, what you know, tell me about your story. She goes, Oh my God, I've, I've had breast implant illness. And I had no idea. I said, breast implant. This was three years ago. I said, what is this breast implant? Well, tell me about this. She goes, Oh my gosh, go to this Facebook book. And she, Nicole's Facebook group. Refresh That's the group that I went into exactly. life changing. Okay. Thank you. And she said, you have to go become an itch. Just look at the stories. And she shared some of her symptoms and then the light bulb just went off right there. And then I went, this could probably be why. Okay. So then I was on a fever feverish approach to let me figure this out. Let me research it. Became a member of the group talked to different surgeons, started researching it, talked to different women. And that's when all the floodgates just opened. And I said, you know what? I don't know about you, girl, but the minute I knew in my heart of hearts that that's what it was, I could not get them out fast enough. The only That was me. I felt that peace. And luckily oh for me, I hated that it happened. But the day I got my consult, someone canceled because they had COVID during the scandemic. So I was able to get in. Then it was like, okay, we had the consultation. I'm like, sign me up, you know, and I got honest truth. I hadn't even thought about this. I was literally looking throughout the entire U.S. because during the scandemic, everything got backed up. And I was like, I need them out tomorrow. I mean, yeah. I'm going to be honest. I hate to say this. I was so desperate. I'm like, if they don't get me in, I'm cutting these things out. And they're going to have to just sew me up in the emergency room. Like they're coming out ASAP. So yeah. someone got COVID. I did. Uh, so I was able to, you know, God bless them, but I was able to get the consult. Then it was like, well, we've got to go with your insurance. I'm like, oh, honey, no, no. I'll, private pay it ain't nothing but a thing. I love living debt free, but I'm like, I'll pay this in a heartbeat. I was like, I'm not waiting on my insurance to tell me whether or not I'm sick enough. I'm telling you. And it was like an immediate piece. And yeah. I almost, I want to say that I almost drove myself crazy. Like yeah. I was, I was going to go to Oklahoma. I had booked a consult in Oklahoma. Michigan, Montana, like I was like, whoever can get me in for the consult. Right. And then I was like, okay, then I've got to like get down there. But I was like, all right, I was going to take my daughter. Like I was willing to go anywhere. And I lucked out, someone missed their consult. And then I opted to private pay. And they're like, we can get you in in three weeks. And I called my right. patients and I was like, well, I, you know, I have an emergency procedure coming up. I like, I put everything on hold, everything on hold. And I had already taken time off prior to that, probably about seven or eight months before for emergency jaw surgery, because some of my implants got infected. Once yeah. again, an immune system that could not, not even a to totally different podcast about, you know, how I should have used a biological dentist. Okay. But the fact that I got the bone infection was once again, my immune system, yeah. everything I did would not heal. Right. So what, you know, what would heal for someone in a couple months for me, it was like a whole healing protocol. 
And then maybe I'd go forward, but you know, heaven forbid I get re-exposed to mold, you know, or something like that, or get cough, cool, cold or flu. Yeah. It would set me back a few months. But yeah, once I was like, this is what I have yeah. to do. Like I got this piece, but then there was also like that crazy fire was, I was like, these are coming out. And like, every time someone told me, no, I remember just crying on the couch with my daughter. And I'm like, you don't get it. I'm like, they're coming out in the next month or two. Now, I don't know who's taking them out. I don't know if there's going to be Dr. Johnson doing a little, you know, I hate to say that, but I was like, these things have got to go. And I was like, worst case scenario, they will be sewing me up in the emergency room, probably thinking I'm a crazy woman. But I was like, I got to get these things out. That same thing to me, because once the light went off for me, you know, it was during the pandemic. So I was feverishly interviewing different surgeon after surgeon and, and mm-hmm. nobody had any openings. And then COVID hit. And then mm-hmm. I got COVID. The first strain I got it, it was sick for 12 weeks. So oh. imagine knowing that your breasts were causing all of these issues and my immune system was already compromised because of it. Then getting COVID for 12 weeks, I was sicker than a dog for 12 weeks. So mm-hmm. then after I got uh, cleared from COVID back then, the county here in San Diego had to issue a letter saying you're clear now. You couldn't just go out and about because you were a case. You had re- I was assigned a caseworker for COVID because it was just a new strain. So she said, okay, you're clear. I said, okay, great. Found research doctors. Nobody had appointments until six or seven months out. Mm-hmm. I ended up going to Florida because he was an expert in it. He, he talks all about it. He's pro explant. So I booked an appointment, but in order to do the, the um, procedure, as you know, we have to go to the cardiologist. You have to get all these appointments in. I did, couldn't pass the cardiology test because my heart was so messed up from COVID. Um, so I had to wait longer and longer and longer and longer. I waited six months after healing from COVID, then finally getting a clear EKG to get it. Then I flew to Florida, had the procedure done. That was, it, it, I, I, I like you, I thought, can I just cut these darn things out? Let me just cut them out. I'm going to be doing a DIY over here. <laughs> yes. I wanted I was so detached from them and anything they represented. I was like, this is not of me right now. Get Mm -hmm. them out. I know it's causing, and I couldn't do it fast enough. So once I got clearance, went to the doctor, performed the procedure, then as you well know, and again, preface this by saying everybody's different. Mm -hmm. Everybody heals differently. You know, what you may have experienced is different than what I experienced, but we know based on everything that we know about the common denominator is the implant. 10,000%. 10,000%. How it manifests itself in your body is different. My healing journey, girl, legit was brutal. I am not going to lie. It was brutal. I'm talking every foreign toxin pathogen in my body left my body for a yeah. long I was a walking flare forever. And I'm still on my journey. I mean, it, I definitely got worse before I got better. Um, you know, I've dropped 25 pounds. And once again, I wasn't on a diet. I haven't been over exercising. I've just been healing my body um, and using a lot of the functional medicine tools that I use with my endo people and just redoing everything on myself, starting from a fresher landscape, right? Like gut healing is a little different when you got the breast implants, yanking the babies out, you can really go in there and heal. Um, but yeah, I definitely got worse before I got better and I'm still on the journey. Cause I'm about, I mean, even now I'm probably 16 months out and there are still some things that I'm managing and still working on, still clearing the heavy metals, still getting rid of the candida. I'm going to also be honest. I had to go ahead and do some trauma work, you know, and that's not the sexy part, right? Nobody wants to talk about, you know, holding unforgiveness and things like that, but I'm telling you all of that said, and what I will, let me backpedal a little or jump forward, whatever you want to call it. What I will say and what I do with my patients now and something I didn't do with myself is I did not properly open my pathways 
before starting the detoxing. And that's what kicked my ass, period, point blank. And so that's when, like right now we're coming into a full moon and everyone's like, oh, I'm ready to parasite cleanse. I'm like, oh, you're not just gonna be hopping on those supplements and working with me. Like, mm -mm, we need to be open the pathways because that's where the Herxheimer's like literally kicked my butt. Like it was like one second, I was great. The next two weeks, it was like I'd been hit by a bus. But once I turned the corner, opened the pathways, the weight, the inflammation, the brain fog. Um, oh my gosh, I just thought of something that I was going to share, but I'm going to share that on another podcast because I'm going through it right now. And then I'm going to educate my community about this. Um, but yeah, just all of a sudden, I'll just put it this way, a teaser, the brain fog and people that I'd been spending time with people that I was in relationships with may it be personal business, whatever, when that brain fog left, like I woke up one morning and all of the pieces came together and I was like, holy crap almost like I had been operating behind a veil. And as soon as my mind started to work, that gut brain connection, right? Just as soon as my body wasn't fighting moldy breast implants and candida and yeast and parasites and all of those things, and not saying I'm totally clear, still doing a parasite cleanse, super excited to pass some more parasites. Yeah, Nothing yeah. more exciting than seeing parasites in your poop. I'm sorry if it grosses you guys out, but I'm telling you it's the true. fact that they're coming out of your body, if that grosses you out, Think about the damage it's doing in your body. And I'm going to just yes. leave it right there because that's going to yes. be a whole nother episode. The clarity in my brain and just being like, oh my goodness, like the veil was lifted. And I, it's interesting. Some people are still down for me and love the journey and others kind of liked it when I was a little more in the fog. When I was dealing with more of a healing crisis, they kind of liked me in that, right? Because it was easier to manipulate me. And it's like, oh, now baby, I'm back. I'm back. I'm bringing my people. I'm definitely stepping into my endo conquer, you know, energy, but yeah, it's a huge, huge detox protocol. And I feel like maybe I'll come back and do an episode after this and really talk about a lot of the things that I did to detox because it is not easy. There's lots of programs out there. I'm not, you know, vetting any program and I'm not knocking any program. What I will say is taking out the breast implants is part of the healing journey. It is not going to happen overnight. How long have you had yours out, Tammy? What month are we in now? July, 26 months. Okay. So I'm at 16 months. Let me think February, March, April, May, June. Yeah. So I'm 16 months and both of us are openly saying things are better, but not perfect. And especially, it's so funny. We're in the same Facebook group, especially when people, I should actually go in there and do an update. Cause they'll be like a year right. later, two years later, like looking even at photos of myself when I had the breast implants and I was living in mold. And then I look at myself now. Oh my God. It's like two different people. I don't it's identify with her. Two different people. And that's just the physical changes. That's not even the mental, the social, the okay. spiritual, all those other changes that came from literally removing toxins from my toxin bucket. Not saying my bucket is empty, right? I still got some implants, um, dental implants, not breast implants or any other implants. I've got some dental implants that I'm going to be removing because they're just no longer serving me. Uh, you know, I'm going to have to make some cosmetic decisions that I don't really want to do, but it's, you know, deal with the metal and deal with the side effects or, you know, turn it up on my healing journey. And so it's one of these things, like, as you guys listen to this episode, I don't want you to be in fear. We definitely no. don't want you doing the DIY surgery, but no. I'm telling you <laughs> when you know, in your knower, you're going to feel the same way we did. We're going to be like, we will take them out hell or high water. These babies has got to go. Right. And so you just, I just will say this, you know, when you know, so 26 months, you said 26 months, it'll be 20. 
26 months right now. Yeah, actually. So where are you at in your detox journey? Like what symptoms have dissipated and what are some of the things, if you don't mind sharing that you're still working yeah. on? Yeah. So let me touch on one thing that you just said that really, I think resonates with all of us because in life, I really, I'm a big firm, I'm a firm believer in symbolic experiences, right? When I made the decision to have them removed, it was very symbolic that anything that no longer serves me also was removed from my life. Yes. And it wasn't something that I did on purpose. It just happened. So anything that no longer served my life, whether it was a relationship, an opportunity, people, places, things started mm -hmm. to kind of fall by the wayside. And then when I made the, the conscious effort to only surround myself with those that those those things that were in alignment with who I am as a person, not who I was, yes. because I don't I didn't I don't identify with her. And like yourself, I looked at pictures of myself and I thought, who is this person? Just and I could see the misery in my mm. face. I could see the discomfort in my face. I could see just so much unhappiness, not because I was an unhappy person, because I was miserable. My health was a wreck. So that was so symbolic of just cutting away from everything that no longer served me to the point, LJ, where I was in a relationship with Come someone on. <laughs> okay, that, 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 that knew me when I was all of that things. The breast implants, doing the drinking, doing this, doing that, Barbie doll central. Okay. But still had my, I had it going on. Businesswoman had it all going on. Good life, whatever. But the minute I decided to do all of this for my health, I looked over it and I said, are you in for this? This is going to be a journey. This is not something that's going to happen overnight. Are you in for this? Because we had already been dating for two years. And he goes, of course, I'll be there for you. So we do this, we do the surgery. He's taking care of me, et cetera, et cetera. Halfway through the first year, I could see he was starting to feel, ah, uh, how much longer is this going to happen? Are you ever going to be able to get up and go out again? Are you ever going to have a drink again and go have drinking with me? Do you think you'll ever wear makeup like you did before again? Are you ever going to put your lashes back on like you did before again? And I looked over at him and, and I'm in bed full of rashes, full of rashes treating it holistically. And I said to him, I go, if I want to, I will. And the only way that I'm going to do any of that is if it's my choice, but it doesn't serve me. So if I want to, if I have to go do a photo shoot, sure. I'll put some makeup on like I did today. I had, I had a photo shoot earlier. I'll put the makeup on, but it's coming right off. Mm -hmm. That doesn't define me. And he yes. said to me then, well, I hope you do because I really miss that Tammy. I go, you know what? This is done, but this is done. I can no longer date you. I'm sorry. You're a great guy. I love you. You've been there for me, but this is who I, who this is right here is more of who I am. And if I'm going to roll up and I want to run around with no makeup on and go free spirited and have my, that's how I am. If I want to let my hair go gray because my hair was going gray, I'm going to let it do it because God created this. Mm -hmm. and This is who I am. So either you're in or you're out. Needless to say, he's out. So now I've been single and now I'm, I'm really who I am. And so now where I am in this journey is you're right. Am I completely free of all of it? No, because they say the rule of thumb is for every year that you have your implants, it takes one month to detox. Mm -hmm. So I had mine for 28, 29 ish years. So I'm still detoxing is the, is the brutal part of it done? 10,000%. Mm -hmm. It's become a life for me. It's a lifestyle for me now. I am now, now what really, 
kind of manifests itself in my, I still occasionally have a, a flare every now and again, because remember LJ, we know the pathogens are still kind of, they're rolling around mm-hmm. and it's through my eyes. The viral load is still there. I've, I've done a, I've tested for H, you know, high pylori, all that. My yes, gut H. pylori. Gut, yep. I had H. pylori, candida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Cleared all of that. I still, I'm still on antiviral. I'm still, she put me on a round two, a round three of mold. But the interesting is, you know, as a functional medicine practitioner is treating mold, there's different protocols for the type of mold. So yep. she put me on a heavy one at first, like heavy, heavy herx, herx, the first three or four days felt like I had the flu for a week and then done. And then she tested me again. The mold levels went down different protocol, different <laughs> supplements, tested me again, mold levels and mucotoxins. So now I'm on a different one. It's mm-hmm. less, less brutal or intense, but the antiviral protocol is still in place because I'm still exhibiting occasional, occasional is the key word. I'm not completely free of it. And I'll be honest, girl, we will probably never, ever be free of it because our bodies are amazing. They heal themselves if you give it the right environment. Well, okay. now, Tammy, I'm going to have to push back a little bit and pull you along. I'm going to push pull on you. Now, baby, we're not going to be suffering for the rest of our life. Period. Point blank. Now, we may be taking some antiviral nutraceuticals. Yes, I am not opposed to that. I'm right there with you on the antiviral um, yeah. and all transparency. You know what? Don't nobody like valcyclovir, but baby, don't nobody like them cold sores. <laughs> like, it's just like, I mean, I need something to keep my self-esteem balanced. I'm like, I'm going to need something to calm down here, right? So I'm definitely... Yeah working my way off the valve cycle there. Um, lysine works amazing, but yes, the viral load, but oh my gosh, there was something else I was going to say. And what is your thought on H2 Plex? From oh, and you said something about the mold. Yes. The, the mold, mold. I just mold recently tested again. Yeah. Um, mold toxins, mycotoxins in my liver. I am still very much on that mold journey. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now that one, I know I will be on for a good minute. I've been hospitalized to due to mold three times, yeah. um, six to seven weeks at a time. Like it yeah. shuts my body down to the yeah. ground. Um, you know, that's where I started having the issues with the bone infection in my jaw with my implants, like any little surgery that I ever had when mold yeah. comes in, everything's yeah. like, Oh, Hey, it's like surgery just happened yesterday. Open yeah. wounds, everything yeah. going on. Yeah. So yes, I think that we'll always be on a healing journey. Yeah. Will we be taking antivirals and doing different things to support our immune system? Yes. Um, but I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't feel that we're going to always be suffering. At least that's not what I'm saying for me. Right. Like I'm definitely, maybe I should have changed the word suffering. I think that because we've gone through so much the resilience our body has displayed up until this point we, we have to honor her we yes. have to honor her because she is truly amazing like like I have never been so humbled in my life because of this journey to see how powerful our bodies are now maybe not suffering I think what we're going to be we're, we're, there's going to be small reminders along the way of how far we've come Yes, we'll have to do some extra things to support, um, you know, what, what works for one person may, you know, cure them in three or four days, our bodies, our toxin bucket was a lot fuller for a while. So now that we unlessened it, we still going to be paying the piper a little bit. So we may have to go a little further, work yeah. a little harder. Um, but yeah, I can definitely relate to you on the mold. Um, yeah. yeah, I thought I was doing better and I am doing better, but I think was I traveling? Yeah, about a month ago and it's still some mycotoxins, some mold exposure. Um, so I'm actually 
doing a parasite cleanse this weekend with a new product, which I love and I've seen phenomenal results. And then I'm backing it up with the mold product right after that. Um, probably yeah. will go back and forth. Um, earlier was at Lavender Day Spa. Love JJ at Lavender Day Spa. I'll have to put a link to her. Um, I'll have to, you know, maybe I'll get you guys a little fun little discount. Let me see what I can do. But um, did some detoxing earlier and it is, it's a journey. Before, um, you know, on a Friday, it was like, let's go get my hair done. My nails did, you know, this, that, and the other. Now I'm like, ooh, I want to go do the, the Flopresso. I want to go support my lymphatic system. Ooh, I want to lay in the hyperbaric oxygen chamber. I need some oxygen. So I'm still doing self-care, but it looks a little bit different, right? It's not just, you know, hanging out with the gals and, you know, putting a bunch of toxins all over my body. Like once again, my toxin bucket is not totally empty. Your girl still gonna have her little eyelashes, still gonna have a strong nail game. You know, I'm healing, not totally healed. So no judgment there. (laughs) You know, and that is, it's just part of our journey, right? It's part of really um, allowing us to remove those things that no longer serve us so we can open up to those things that are, are going to be embracing who we are. Mm-hmm. now in this state, how we're showing up right now. And it's all about awareness. It's all about education. It's all about taking our trauma because you hit something pretty hard there, girl, the yep. trauma that is huge. And people fail to understand that this, it took a lot of courage for us to do this. It took a lot of courage for us to say, yes, I'm going to remove these because the stigma associated with X, Y, and Z for a woman to look a certain way, be a certain way is so deeply ingrained in our society that that, that's a, the courage it took for us to do that. Then the trauma associated with everything since the decision to remove them, because it brings up all of the stuff that we may have been hiding because we're like, Oh no, you know, we're here. We're going to go do this. And I'm looking, I'm feeling great and fabulous. And I'm this, but at the end of the day, we're, we're silently suffering. So the trauma, the trauma. So my advice to any of you, and I know that your DMs blow up from people when they, when you talk about your journey, it saddens me to hear older women. And I'm talking older women that are in their mid seventies that have had their breast implants that have reached out to me and said, I want badly to, because I'm so sick. But my husband said he would leave me if I removed them. That right there. Let let me help you pack your bags and let okay. me get the door for you. That's it. Right. <laughs> so that right yes. there pains me to hear. Yes. Then there and then the gamut is. Well, I'm a 26 year old. I really want to get him because I feel like if I did, then I can really attract the right guy. You don't want that guy if that's the case. This just goes back to all the trauma that comes up to it. I when I tell you, and you can probably attest to this, where I am right now is I still detox. Not I love the detox part of it. I love it. And anytime something else relieves my body, thank you. I honor her. Thank you. Thank you that it's happening. Bring it, please. The more, the better. When I get cupping done, if I've got like purple dots all over my body, thank you, inflammation, for coming out of my body. Thank you. If I go and get a colonic, if it's TMI, I'm sorry. If I go- No, nope, I love me some colonics. Oh, yes, honey. I have one today too. Okay, yeah. so if I, if I see anything in the in the stools, let's go, let's do it. Hallelujah, let's get rid of it. There's something powerful about taking back our power through the healing journey. And step one, as you already said, was remove the, the implants. That's the first step. The rest, not overnight. Right. That, that's a perfect place to end. I feel like definitely going to be doing an episode too, because I can, I know you guys are going to send the episode questions or the comments and the polls, whatever you want to call them. Definitely. Yes. I will run you through what I did 
um, as far as my detox protocol. Now it's not cookie cutter. I'm not going to give you day one, day two, but I'm going to let you know all the things that I did and all the things that I'm still doing on this healing journey. I will also sweep some things under the rug. You know, I'm huge for pulling stuff under the, you know, away from the rug, but a lot of these things are also going to be very supportive to anyone dealing with hormonal issues and endometriosis. So yes, this is a breast implant episode, but this breast implant episode talking about mold, candida, fungus, parasites, hormonal imbalances, Botox, fillers. And I know, I know some of my endo conquerors, you get, you know, Botox injections to help with the pain. And I'm, like I said, I'm not coming from the high horse. I'm just saying, please know the reason you have to get those injections every six months or a year or whatever it is, because I ain't got no injections. Thank God black don't crack. At least I ain't got to worry about that. Lord have mercy. I didn't bring me the breast, but it bought me that booty, but that was about it. <laughs> All that said and done, it has to be redone because it's going into your lymphatic pathway. So if you're dealing with brain fog, if you're dealing with things, especially anything going on above the shoulders, if you're having memory issues, brain issues, brain fog, your gut is off, you have to realize that those injections that they're disappearing. That's why you're going to have to keep buying that Groupon and getting that stuff done. It is working havoc. I repeat, I'm being funny, but serious at the same time. It is wrecking havoc on your health. I'm not saying that you can't keep getting work done, but you need to realize that everything you put in your mouth, we always like to say, whatever touches those lips, touches those hips, whatever is touching the body, may it be the lotions, the candles, the perfumes, the whatever, all of that is an endocrine disruptor. All of that is impacting your thyroid, your metabolism, your quality of life, your pain flares. Like you said, you still have flares on and off right now. I don't necessarily say I have flares. I just think for me, my body is still like, okay, we don't need any mold. So for example, I just retested and popped for mold, but I was also re-exposed to mold this past Thanksgiving. So it was like 52 steps forward and about 18 backwards. So just that three or four days wrecked havoc on my body. I should have known it was mold, came back from the Airbnb. I was wheezing, I was coughing, all kinds of weird stuff. Looked hey. at me and I looked at myself and I was like, mm -mm, I know these eyes, these are mold eyes. <laughs> these are the mold eyes, it's something not right they were yellow um my brain wasn't working very clearly you know people like how was your holiday i don't even remember what i did five minutes ago i'm trying to keep track my brain stops working one yes. thing i will say so many one things i will say but taking out the breast implants too just like i said before brought so much clarity for a lot of you with any type of aesthetics or any type of you know xenoestrogens may it be your maybelline your whatever you're wearing all of those toxins it is impacting you neurologically and you don't realize it you're just like oh my mom and them had bad memory or oh it's just the mom brain i'm telling you right now just because you get older you're also getting wiser doesn't mean you have to pack on weight doesn't mean that oh i've had endo for Forever. It's just always going to get worse. I'm praying to God I get to menopause. Don't even get me started with that. Menopause is not going to cure endo. And just because you get older doesn't mean that your body has to stop, start falling apart. I'm going to have to get on that soapbox. This is part of the journey. We are sharing our stories to empower you. We are not talking down to you. I know I can be very sassy, but like I said, I had them for eight years. So I can't come at nobody talking about, I can't believe you did it because baby, I did it. I did it.
right? And I'm over here still on the doing of getting all the toxins out of my body. I even had something flare up on my back. Yes, I did the encapsulation. I removed everything from the front, but those toxins, they just sequestered in my back. And then all of a sudden I had this back flare. So it is a journey. And you guys, if you listen to me on Instagram, feel free to follow me. I've changed my Instagram name. It's the holistic.endo.expert. I talked about some issues I was having with my back. I talk about the traumas, taking out the breast implants, the fillers, whatever you're doing, that is step one. And you need to partner with someone for step two, 12, 89, 200 and everything else. Cause the whole doing it on your own and just buying a couple of detox teas and a couple of supplements, baby, it ain't going to work. I'm going to just put it to you plain. Don't waste your money and do not. I repeat, please do not try to detox your body on your own, especially before opening up your pathways. I don't know about Tammy, but I did that and baby, it was the dumbest thing I could have ever done. And I know what to do. And I just thought what I did is I opened them up, but not all the way. There were a couple pathways that are still very clogged and it kicked my butt. So I want you guys to feel empowered. I know we can kind of, with the knife, it was a sharp episode, but I'm doing this to share our stories so that you can be empowered, so that you can start to connect the dots. If you're managing endometriosis, you're managing a chronic illness. We want to set you up for success, but to get you in the driver's seat, you have to evaluate your toxin bucket, the things that are coming into your body. Also, as you get stronger and wiser, right? We got to start removing things. Sometimes those things are going to be with two legs and a heartbeat. It just is what it is. It is a journey. Final words, Tammy, hit us with it. Oh God, you know, final words. We are merely renting these bodies. They don't belong to us. Now with that comes the opportunity to treat it as if you owned it. Take care of it. Take care of the inside. Take care of the outside. What do I mean by that? Mental health, number one. Number two, your physical health, your nutritional health, your spiritual health, your financial health. All of these arteries of health allow you to become 100% the best version of who you are. If we aren't, if we're operating at three out of five, it's a mute point. It's fruit. It's just, it's just, it's, it's futile. Why are we doing it? And for me, what I realized is I knew, and I have always known that health was number one, because if you don't have your health, you can't do anything in life. You can't. What good are you to your significant other or your family or your clients or anything? If you don't have your health, my, my, my words are this. You do what makes you happy. If you have ailments that are unexplained and you're seeking the the, the assistance of a practitioner and things just aren't working, reevaluate what the opportunities are to make a change in your life so that you can be the better version of you because we truly only have one go around. And I know for me, and I don't know about you, LJ, but there were times when I should have been dead hands down. There's there different times where I've ended up in the emergency room over and over and over again, abusing my body, abusing it and abusing it and abusing it. And a lot of it had to do with the choices I made. A lot of it had to do with the breast implants and what was, what was happening to my body at the same time. We have one body. doesn't matter what anybody else says, thinks or does, because if they can't handle you during the hard times that you're going through, when you're at your worst, they don't deserve you when you're at your best. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to need you to hit that one one more time because we're going to wrap it up on that. Hit us with that one again. If they can't handle you when you're going through a hard time and you're at your worst, they don't deserve you when you're at your best.
All right, Indo Conquerors, I'm going to mic drop right there because that's that's all. I can't say much more to that one because that is powerful. That is definitely resonating with me. And I'm going to be honest, I'm halfway through 2023. Baby, we still cleaning house. Still some things to be removed. I say it every morning. I say it every morning. I am removing all parasites and pathogens from my body, everything that doesn't serve me. And then I had to upgrade. I'm also removing people, places, and things. May it be personal or business that no longer serves me. You have just been empowered. We'll be hitting you with episode two, talking about the detoxification process, ways to support your healing. And hopefully you guys are just, yeah, I want you to listen to this episode. This is definitely one. Yes, I love the five-star reviews. Hit us with the five-star. Share this with anyone who can benefit. Repeat, anyone. No judgment, zero judgment. If you learn something, give us a five-star review. If you are like, oh my goodness, my aunt could use this. My mom's been suffering. You know, oh, there's a lady at work that, hey, once again, no judgment. Share this episode because you have no idea. There could be one thing they could hear on here that could entirely turn their world around. The same thing with endometriosis. We all had to hear one thing when we're like, oh my goodness, I needed to hear that, right? So hopefully you guys learned something. Share this episode and we will catch you again. Bye. Thank you.